Let's pray together. God, open our eyes to empathy, curiosity, and humility, that we might be generous and compassionate toward others and ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. It'd be hard to imagine going through this season of the year without its songs. Even though we've been hearing them since before Halloween, the sounds of Christmas are all around us. What songs signal for you the coming of Christmas? What are the songs that when, when you hear them, they remind you that it's the most wonderful time of the year? Maybe it's that one. Last year, Billboard magazine published a list of the top 100 Christmas songs, all of them pop or rock songs, mind you, rather than sacred hymns or Christmas carols. Lists like these are rarely definitive and, and more useful as fodder for debate. So for what it's worth, these are the top five of Billboard's greatest Christmas songs. Number five, Bing Crosby, White Christmas. This conjures up classic images of the Christmas season for everyone in the country, except Floridians. The only white Christmas we dream about here is sand. Number four, Last Christmas. Oh yeah, last Christmas I gave you my heart. The very next day you gave it away. I guess for some people, nothing says Christmas like a broken heart. Number three, Nat King Cole, The Christmas Song. I adore this one. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Did you know you need to cut a slit in the chestnut first before you roast it? Because otherwise, you're chucking a hand grenade in the fire. Merry Christmas. Number two, Darlene Love with Christmas, Baby Please Come Home. A standard from 1963. Christmas, you should be here with me. Christmas, baby, please come home. Yeah, I'd never heard of it either. And finally, much to our collective chagrin, number one, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. Ugh, I look forward to your hate mails. And I get that it's popular, generally a lovely song, but this song has been more overexposed than Rudolph's reindeer nose. Here's what I find interesting about Billboard's top 100 Christmas list. Notice that nearly every song depicts Christmas as a time for longing wishing, hoping, and dreaming, dreaming of a white Christmas, longing for a loved one to come back, wishing with nostalgia for a return to days gone by, hoping for a sense of joy, love, or peace in life. Songs and Christmas go hand in hand, and often those songs are about longing and dreaming for brighter days ahead. It should be no surprise then that for this Advent, we will be focusing on the songs of Advent, songs for awaiting the Christmas season. It's a series based on one of the very first books that a publishing house ever asked me to write called Songs for the Waiting, Devotions Inspired by the Hymns of Advent back in 2016. It's a book you can pick up for yourself and read each day as you prepare for Christmas. And if you go to our Next Steps page, you can receive daily emails and weekly texts that will keep us on the journey together. Now, the devotional covers eight hymns, but in this worship series, we'll only cover four of them. And like the Billboard Pop Christmas list, each of the songs in our worship series, in fact, 
just about every song in Advent captures that same sense of longing and hoping and dreaming and wishing for a brighter tomorrow. That is exactly what the season of Advent is for, after all. It's about recognizing that the world as it is now is not all that it can be. It invites you to ponder the same about your life and your relationships and your future. In what way are you experiencing a longing desire for a life or a world that is brighter and clearer than the one you have now? And in what way does your life resonate with the heartbreaking lament of our scripture reading today from Psalm 137? It describes the ancient Israelites exiled from their home country, far removed from the life they once knew and the life they wanted to live. It imagines them gathering alongside a river in Babylon, weeping as they long for home. The psalm also describes one of the greatest symptoms of their despair, their inability to sing. In verse 2, they had given up their musical instruments, hanging up their harps in the trees. And when their captors taunted them, urging them to sing songs from their homeland for their own twisted entertainment, the Israelites said, how can we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? Well, our hope is that this Advent you will find your song, that you'll be able to claim a defiant melody of hope amid whatever hardship you're facing. And it is possible that the song that you need to hear is the most iconic Advent hymn of them all. It's the song that kicks off our series today and speaks of the feeling of exile, of being held for ransom and captive in your soul. O come, O come, Emmanuel and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. That first verse is the best known of this hymn, and its mention of Emmanuel, the God who is near you, just may be the word of hope that you can claim today. But what we may not know about this hymn is that it actually has seven verses total, each one beginning with a different name for God, a different experience of hope. So as you hear these different names for God in this hymn, ask whether any of them seem particularly helpful to whatever situation you're facing today. Like verse 2, O come thou wisdom from on high. Maybe this Advent you're longing for God's wisdom and guidance in your life for some hard decision or uncertain future that you're trying to discern. Perhaps you claim this name for God in your heart. Or maybe verse 3, O come, O come, thou Lord of might. Maybe this Advent you're feeling helpless, powerless, weak against the forces in your life that you cannot overcome. And the harder you've tried, the worse things have become. So maybe this Advent you claim the God of power and might. Or you may need the names for God in verses 4 and 5. O come, thou rod of Jesse's stem. O come thou key of David, come. These verses would remind you that God has been faithful throughout history and at work in your life long before you could recognize or understand it. You may not be able to see what God is doing until you see it in your rearview mirror. But this Advent, 
you can claim the God who is absolutely faithful and will fulfill every promise to you. Or maybe you really need to hear the name for God in verse 6. O come thou dayspring from on high. That phrase comes from the story of Zechariah and Luke, who held his newborn son John and realized that God was doing a new thing in the world. So perhaps this Advent you need to claim the promise that God is already doing something new in your life and in the world. The way things are will not be the way things will be forever. God will break through like a day spring from on high. Or it could be that your preferred image for God is in the final verse, verse 7. O come, desire of the nations, bind in one the hearts of all mankind and bid every strife and quarrel cease and fill the world with heaven's peace. Maybe this Advent you're claiming the hope that God will bring peace. God will bring an end to the war and harm inflicted between people in your life and around the world. Which one of these images for God do you most resonate with today? Which ones do you need to claim this Advent? Or is it possible that we need to claim them all? Seven verses can feel like a lot for one hymn, but in the case of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, each of these seven names matters. And here's why. This hymn originated way back in the ninth century, 1,200 years ago, by monks who sang this song in preparation for Christmas. Seven verses, so they sang a different one starting seven days before Christmas Eve. And they always sang it in a particular order. Now, the reason for that might seem lost on us when we see the words in English as we do. But remembering that this hymn was originally written in Latin, we discover something pretty amazing about this hymn. Each of the names for God in Latin are like pieces in a puzzle. O Sapentia, O God of wisdom. O Adonai, O God of power and might. O Radix Jesse, O Root of Jesse. O Clavis David, O Key of David. O Oriens, O Dayspring, O Rex Genitium, O King of Gentiles, and O Emmanuel, O Emmanuel. And if you take the first letter of each of those names in Latin, you get S-A-R-C-O-R-E, which still doesn't mean anything in Latin until you look at it in reverse. With each stanza, as each of the seven days go by, the monks would move from the last letter S to the first letter E, and we would get the phrase, arrow, cross. Arrow, cross. It's the Latin phrase, I will be present tomorrow. I will be with you as each day goes by. Friends, if this is a particularly hard Advent season for you, if you're feeling confused, in need of guidance, helpless, in need of peace and a new start, then claim each of these verses for the name of God and the promise that it guarantees. And remember that you are not alone. God will be with you, present with you tomorrow as each day goes by so that you can find your song and sing it with confidence and hope. Rejoice Rejoice, Emmanuel.
has come to thee, O Israel. Let's pray. O God of many names and God of hope and courage, thank you for guiding us through this Advent season. Fill us with courage to find our song and to sing it aloud amid our feelings of exile. Thank you for the promise that you are always with us each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen.